the blues with me just in case I gotta click it. I got an alias in case I fucking get a ticket. They call me Ike Turner, all I wanna do is hit it. The other day I killed one pack, three bottles. They wasn't shot a clock time, let's go. The streets is talking. Filling magazines up like a supermodel. But I don't do We are back in a bet. I can't lie, I think I'm Janice Joplin, David Ruffin. I'm going Fuck. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's take this motherfucking shot. Bang. Ooh. Ooh, shit. Well, as you know, we are motherfucking back in effect. The streets are talking. It's your boy. Go mouth time in the motherfucking building. Yes, sir. Well, I would like to say today I was trying to talk about how men and women they little dynamic. I was about to talk about um Kevin Samuels. I was about to talk about the Fresh and Fit Fresh and Fit podcast. I was about to talk about how they be talking about women and all these things, right? But this Joe Button podcast thing just took all that over. So I guess I'm going to have to get into that for at least a little bit because um, apparently that show has come to a end, a screeching motherfucking halt. Ain't no more. Nah, die. Ill, no, no. So I guess we're going to have to figure out what the fuck is going on with that. But if y'all did not know, um, I don't know the exact fucking timeline and I really don't give that much of a fuck, but uh, for the last month, if you watch the Joe Budden podcast, you um, probably have seen that uh, Rory and Maul, which are Joe Budden's other two co-hosts for the last five or six years or however long they've been going, weren't on there for about, I don't even know, four, maybe four or five episodes. Um, because when I seen, cause I, I'm a, I watch every, every week on, um, YouTube. So I seen that they were on there one day and I was like, Hmm, maybe they on vacation. Maybe they just filling in. Uh, the new guys are just filling in, whatever the new dudes that filled in ice and ish, uh, whoever the fuck they are happened to actually be really good on the podcast. I didn't think I would like it. It ended up being a good podcast, but as you know, or as many people should know, um, when you play in the fill-in role, when you coming in off the bench and you got to play for the starters, you may have some talent because it's, it's something new. It's a new spark. But once you get into that role, you might not know uh, how that role go. Um, but they did a good job for what they was doing, to be honest. I didn't shoot. The shit was rolling. But that's neither here nor there. The problem was like they were doing multiple episodes. So I'm like, it got to like the third one. And I'm sitting there like, damn, where the fuck Rory and Maul at then? I'm looking on Twitter. I'm looking on IG. I'm looking on everything. And it's like uh, on YouTube comments. And it's like uh, Joe Button um, and and Rory got into it. Uh, Maul has some disagreements, so on and so forth. So... 
they took a break from the podcast to get their mind right. Then something came out where it was like Joe fired him. Then something came out. Joe told them to take a break for a minute. So it was all these conflicting stories coming out about this thing, right? And I'm like, all right. And you could tell, though, to be honest, the last three months, if you would watch the podcast, you can tell that shit was going down because they weren't good no more. Maul, you, if you watch the, and I'm talking to people who watch the shit, so if you don't really even watch the fucking podcast, you don't know what the fuck I'm saying, get the hell off here, you might as well not even, I mean, get on and come back in a little bit when I talk about goddamn these bitches, but anyway, so, um, what the fuck did he say, oh yeah, 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 so usually Maul, mal-mannered dude, chill, laid back, do this, do that, whatever, right? He usually has some good inputs on a lot of topics. Now, certain topics that he probably don't agree with, he probably, you know, say a couple sentences about it and and move move on about um, the conversation. But these last like three months, he he won't say nothing like Joe will bring up a topic like, hey, how you feel about that? He'll be like, oh, that was straight. Oh, that was cool. Whatever. Boom. And move on. And then Rory. You could tell that the tension between him and Joe was a little something because Rory would throw little, little slight, slight jabs. And I don't know if people was picking up on that, but he'll throw them things like real under the table. And Joe was catching some, some of them he was not catching, but he was catching most of them. Like, damn, what the fuck is going on? And they would just go back and forth and Rory would have good points and Joe would step on. Joe would basically bitch him out on camera. And Rory, at the same time, though, did not take getting bitched out. And they would go back and forth. And you could see, like, certain conversations was not funny like they used to be. The the the, the chemistry won't there. They used to joke about certain topics. Now they was just butting heads on every topic to the point where it was getting uncomfortable to, like, actually watch, right? So I'm like, damn, I wonder what the fuck is going on, right? But, hey, I mean, I was just thinking maybe... I don't know. After this COVID shit, people is on edge or some shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't know. But um, yeah, so I, I I was looking at that. I was like, okay. Then Ice and Ish came in. I was like, damn, this shit is actually pretty good. But I don't know if it was good just because of the newness and it was funny. It probably wouldn't a lot. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, there's reports that the shit the Joe Button podcast is over. I'm not entirely sure, but I don't know if they would. I I can't predict that Ice and Ish could last six years. I I can't predict that at all, like uh, Roy Amar did. But you know that's something that we um probably would never find out, which is whatever. But anyway, so I guess the most recent episode, and I don't know why it didn't pop up on my fucking YouTube. I'm kind of mad that I missed that this morning. Um, usually on Wednesdays they always come out, but I thought they were taking this week off. Anyway, Joe Button went on a rant. Thank God somebody clipped it because everybody be stealing everybody else's shit on YouTube. So I got a chance to at least see the rant part. So and if, if anybody knows a Joe Button rant, them shits as long as a bitch. And this one was 55 minutes and like 39 seconds or some shit. And I listened to every fucking second of it. Anyway, which half of that shit, I he was just saying the same shit over and over. But my question is like, who's wrong in this situation? 
Is it Joe? Is it Rory and Maul? Is it Rory or Maul? Like, a couple of things were said. If you watch the podcast when they came back for one or two podcasts, maybe two. But the one they they first came back, the one, um, you could tell that joint was all the way off because basically Maul's point was no matter what all the business and all this bullshit that we're having this quarrel about, you disrespected me by saying some shit that you said to me that you don't supposed to say to a friend let alone anybody a man for that point um rory's thing was kind of just like you hit me with some shit out the blue and i don't know what you expect me to do with you know that type of treatment um it was a little more than that but y'all can go watch the shit i'm not i don't get into detail on here i don't deep dive um so yeah that was the gist of it and joe uh, which has the loudest voice, um, got his opinion off, um, in defense mode. I didn't get, I didn't get the feeling that Maul was in defense mode because he was just saying he was more about the disrespect. Rory seemed like he was more about the business and the, in the, in the communication and things like that. But anyway, on this most recent podcast that I just got done listening to goddamn to, um, he basically fired Rory. And he fired Rory while he was sitting on the couch that they usually sit on with Rory not there and Ma not there. So he was literally talking to the chairs that they usually sit in. I'm not, I, I, I don't know whose side I'm on on this, but Joe don't get no point for doing that when, people ain't there that, that's kind of that's kind of whack that's kind of low that's kind of you hired me on, the, on face-to-face you gotta fire me face-to-face you know what I'm saying um I think that was kind of off I don't agree with stuff like that but hey it is what it is um so he basically said hey uh, Rory you're fired you're in breach of your contract you ain't welcome back he did not say that about Maul, so I don't know if he, this is what I think, and I think a lot of people thought this in the YouTube comments. He is, Joe can easily come at the white guy, Rory, but will not come at Maul. I don't know if it's because he, no Maul is not playing that, or his Maul's connections to uh, you know, his brother or Jay-Z or whatever, but you can tell he purposely held his tongue when it came to Maul. Um, because I think Joe Budden knows his place in certain areas. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. I could be the fuck wrong, but that's my perception of it. I don't give a fuck. Um, Maul. I guess got offended when I guess he asked Joe Button something about the podcast and Joe said to his face, this podcast is none of your, wait, what did he say? This show ain't none of your business. 
And that kind of doesn't make sense because, bitch, motherfucker, I'm on the show. So it has to be some of my business. You know what I mean? So I could see how Ma was offended by that. Um, I could definitely see how he was offended by something like that. Um, Another thing that came up is that uh, Rory and Ma or Rory and or Ma, one or the other, wanted to audit, you know, the Joe Button podcast network or show whatever you want to call it the joe the show to see how the money's being uh divvied up and how you know what 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 allocations is going to what and all this extra stuff which joe button had a problem with that i can see why a owner is going to have a problem with somebody auditing them duh but if all your ducks in a row you should uh, I mean, I see, I do see both sides. I do see both sides. Joe was like, yo, if you audit me and I show you all my books, the, the chemistry would never be the same. Cause it's like, you don't trust me. But at the same time, I also see the employee side of it because it's like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm not the owner. Of course, I know I don't trust you hundred percent. So let me just see if everything's on the up and up. So I do get both sides. Now, I don't know nothing about the inner workings of their business. I don't know how much these motherfuckers get paid. I don't know none of that. Um, you know what I'm saying? I really, I mean, I really don't care, but that was one of the things that came up. Now, I think personally, it's okay to have a dispute about some business if you're in business with anybody. No matter what, no matter what role it is, if you're the lowest employee on the totem pole or the owner, um, that's a part of being a leader and owning a business and leading anything. You don't even got to own a business. It's just like you, the, what's the fucking saying? Um, we not as strong. We as we are as strong as our weakest link. So that means if I own a business, I'm a, the janitor just has just as many rights as the head of marketing, the COO, the CFO, you know what I mean? So the top um, level manager or whatever. So I do get the employee side on that. I, I get both sides of this, but audits are there for a reason that, that, term is just not thrown out just for shits and giggles we need to figure out what the fuck really going on guess what i request an audit now if that is not or was never in your contract to do mm, i definitely can side with the owner on that that's part of the that's part of what you negotiate um in a contract like hey how many audits do i get to perform uh, throughout the duration of my contract or whatever, you agree on one, you agree on two that, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe they didn't think of that, but Hey, um, anyway, then Joe Budden went on and said, okay, well, you know, the chemistry started not being there. Maul says two words. I told Maul, he need to do a sports show, a fashion podcast, a dating podcast, and 
And I told Rory he needed to be doing this, that, and the third, whatever. But, and I see his point on that because you just trying to make, build, build the brand. And you're trying to make other people great at the same time. But sadly, you can't make nobody do what the fuck they don't want to do. You can see all the potential in somebody and be like, damn, if they just did that, that shit would be a win. That shit ain't going to fail. They would kill this shit. They would kill that shit. Unfortunately, the world don't work like that. You ever, I mean, we all seen people with the most potential in the world. The most potential that could do anything. But they just don't want to do shit. They just don't want to do shit. And and that's not, and it's to be honest, and there's nothing wrong with that. If they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. You can't fucking make nobody do nothing. And Joe is looking at this whole thing like, I'm building, I'm building. Just rock with me. Just stay on the train. Just stay on the train. Just shut the fuck up. Get this money. Don't don't delve too much into shit that I'm I'm I got this. I got this. I got this person in place. I got this person. I got a team for this. All y'all gotta do, show up, keep giving them what they're giving them. Rock. Just stay on course. No matter the ups, the downs, I guarantee you. Years from now, you're going to thank me. And they didn't want to do that. And guess whose choice that is? That is their choice. He has a right to be upset with that as the owner. They got a right to be upset and not want to do it. It's two things can be true. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where the disconnect from comes from, because guess what? These guys are allegedly all friends. Now, if they weren't friends, it'll be easy as fuck to be like, all right, y'all motherfuckers ain't doing what the fuck I told y'all to do. I told y'all we doing this, that, and the third. All right, get the hell out of here. And boom, bop, ba-doom, nothing crazy, right? But the fact that they're friends, that adds another dynamic. Now you probably got to be a little more tactful in how you approach situations, probably a little more sensitive to other people's mm, emotions and joe is not doesn't well i don't know the motherfucker but he strikes me as a person that is not like that and the reason i can figure that out because i'm personally the same way too many uh that emotion shit if we talking about some shit and you ain't trying to get on you ain't trying all right get the fuck away from me because you tripping and i'm not going to string you along and try to fucking help you for too long if you just ain't doing the right thing get the fuck on all right boom i'm gonna keep this train rolling whether you like it or fucking not and i think that's joe button's uh uh, approach to this which is the right approach to be perfectly honest um because he has shit to do and he has to build and he has to maintain and he has to keep the show going you know what i'm saying the show must go on. So I can't let whatever y'all talking about get in the way of this. Now, could there be faults on Joe's side? Yes, and there probably are. Could there be faults on Rory and Ma's side? Yes, and there probably are. But that's okay. That Now that goes back to your leadership style and how you handle conflict within the workplace that's 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 something 
that not a lot of people have. Not that's not a skill that you learn. That's a skill that you have because you can tell when somebody rehearsed it, learned it, and is not genuine about something. Like you can meet the smartest motherfucker and you can tell that they're a good salesman, but you can tell that it's rehearsed. You know what I'm saying? That's that type of person. But one of them salesmen, they just roll off the tongue. They just bop, 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 making you feel good. That's in them. They, they, you don't learn that because you can learn all the words to say, but you don't have the body language. You don't have the just natural, genuine feel to when you do something. And people can point that out a mile, a mile away. So that comes down to leaders are born, not made. I believe that's true or not necessarily because maybe you go through experiences in life and then you start to become a different person. So I can kind of see that. So I take that back. So let's go to some of the comments that were made about this. Oh my God. And of course they took this shit down. Oh, it's here. Video unavailable. Yep. Comments are turned off. Thank God. I knew they were going to do that. So what I want to do real quick is read a couple of the comments people were saying about, you know, this thing, I would just read a couple of them. So one, so, and this is a comment from who said that question mark. Okay. You need a better name anyway. So what have we, and I quote, so what have we learned from this? Number one, parks and Ian are 1099 contractors, not employees. You know what? That's a good point. Independent contractors and employees, two separate things. Um, you know, independent contractors, they can get out, um, do what they want to do. Employees, you can, um, depending on what contract you negotiated, if it's at will employment. Number two, Joe thought that paying Rory and Maul more than what he thought was fair, he could exponentially benefit by increased revenue from advertisers, etc., without them benefiting nor inquiring further. You know what? That's a really good point. I don't know if he was trying to do that, but definitely when you throw money at a situation and you're not apprising people of the new developments and the new money that's coming in, of course, they're going to, their antennas are going to go up like, wait a second. Okay. You're giving me a raise or whatever, but if you're giving me a raise, how much is coming in on this thing. Now, I don't know if Rory and Maul were ever owners, part owners. I believe they weren't because he's just firing them. If you were part owners, he wouldn't be able to do that or he would have to buy them out. So, um, number three, Joe only going to say so much about Maul because of his relationship with Jay-Z. Yep. I brought that up. Um, and number four, Joe going to be Joe money only amplifies the person you are. Um, I guess, I mean, like I said, I, I, Personally, I don't know. 
Um, I think you are who you are despite what whatever, to be perfectly honest. Um, if you was a bitch before money, you a bitch after. If you was trash before, you going to be trash after. Uh, I, that's how I look at that. But, um, I mean... One of the arguments that people bring up about Joe Budden, and I cannot stand talking about people. Uh, this The only reason I'm talking about this shit is because uh, this is a podcast that I watch all the damn time. So the one thing about people, or let me take this off, people like Joe Budden. Let me say that. When people are like, oh, you can see his track record. He can't keep a girl. They can't keep any friends around. They can't keep relationships. They leave every job that they been at. Well, that's that can either be a horrible thing and that person's horrible, or it could be a great thing because people just aren't on their wavelength and they're ahead of their time. Because anything in world history if you were going with the flow and you didn't challenge any norms, you weren't regarded as anybody special in history. It was always the people who went against the grain. Always. It's the people that went against the grain that broke through that are the people that we look at and look up to. It was never people that went with the grain. I mean, what are all our favorite fucking movies? Goodfellas, Casino, Scarface, American Gangster, uh, uh, dang, what's the dude? I can't believe I'm not even gonna say it because I cannot believe I can't uh think of his name right now. Uh, anyway, whatever. Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, people that went against the grain, Nipsey, people that went against the grain are the people that we hold to a high standard. Now, if you just going, I'm going to just do this, I'm going to just play it like this, play the norm, I ain't going to rock the boat. Of course, nobody knows about you because you're like everybody else. Nobody's going to know about you. It's the people that go out of their way, above and beyond. And to be honest, I don't think, and I don't, I might be wrong, but I don't think that super high, highly successful people have a lot of friends because a lot of people don't fucking think of like them. So of course they wouldn't have as many friends as the person who just goes with all the trends. You wear Jordans, he wear Jordans, your homeboy wear Jordans, your brother wear Jordans, you wear Jordans. Y'all all the same motherfucker. But people who go against the grain say, no, I'm wearing this. I'm on my own. You might have, you might meet somebody five years. Oh, shit, you wear that too? I ain't met nobody in five years who wore that. Boom, you meet him. Okay, boom, boom, boom. And now you only have like three, four friends that all are weird as fuck. But all y'all weird as fuck motherfuckers are highly successful because y'all think unlike everybody else. And I honestly think that Joe Budden is one of those people. I actually do. I think people just don't understand. One, people don't understand emotion. Let me not say emotionless, but people with low emotion, low 
sympathy. High empathy. Usually people with low sympathy have high empathy. People with high sympathy have low empathy. So the people that you probably really think care about you and have are sympathetic, those are the ones that are actually probably don't give that much of a fuck about you. They just care about what's on the outside. They just have sympathy for you. Oh, oh, that's unfortunate. You came down with this. That's unfortunate this happened. Oh, do you need anything? Blah, blah, blah. Empathetic people are different. Empathetic people aren't worried too much about what happened. They're more worried about, well, let me not say that. They're worried about what happened and how they personally can make that better for the person that they're empathetic and sympathetic towards. That's the difference of empathy. Sympathetic motherfuckers don't do nothing for the people that they sympathetic uh, about. They may give you a card, say, oh, my God, this is crazy. Talk about what they're going to do is talk about you to other people. How, oh, I cannot believe that happened to them. And that's about it. Empathetic people probably won't say shit to other people. And is too worried about how am I going to help this situation or fix this situation with this person that I'm empathetic about. That's the difference. I can tell that Joe Budden don't have no sympathy for shit, but he is definitely empathetic. And to be honest, probably shouldn't have a lot of sympathy about a lot of things on the surface anyway, but that's a whole nother fucking conversation. Um, anyway, what do we have left on this fucking Joe Budden topic? I'm trying to leave this motherfucking shit. We've been on here for 30 minutes talking about this. Um, let me go to a couple more comments real quick. Uh, that Spotify bag was going, and I quote, that Spotify bag was going to be heavy, but Joe turned it down to start his own shit. Maul and Rory thought they were going to be part owners in the new shit. End of story. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Here's another comment. I knew it was over when Maul came back tapping his foot every time Joe spoke. Yeah, that's true. That, that podcast when they came back was fucking horrible. I swear to God. Um, another quote by Jonathan Chavarez, Joe got a bunch of yes men around him now. At least Roy and Maul had their own opinion and were willing to challenge Joe. So that's a good point. I did not like the amount of. Agreeance that Joe wanted. As the podcast grew and grew and grew larger. It was like if somebody challenged his opinion it was wrong now that is human nature though because i can agree with i mean i can i can see how that can easily happen because when you know you the shit when you know you have a lot of experiences that other people don't have when you know that you built something that other people have when you know that you are more well read than somebody it's really hard to step back and evaluate their challenge to whatever you're saying but 
That's called listening. That's called wisdom. And that's called being humble. A lot of people cannot do any of those things. Um, but that also takes time and you have to, it comes down to respect. You got to respect who the fuck is talking to you. So even if somebody has a challenging opinion to me, if I respect them, I'll at least hear it, internalize it, say, okay, this is how they think we might, I might say, okay, I see how you, I see what you think. I see how you came to that conclusion, but I still disagree. Or you know what? You changed my damn mind. Okay. I get it. But that comes down to humbleness, like a wisdom, like I said. Um, another comment here. Daryl Stevens. You comparing a 15 year friendship to a major corporation. Like Maul said, you showing who you really are. You have never been able to keep a relationship and still don't get it. Get the bag, though. OK, this is referring to. um Kind of what I said earlier, everybody thinks that Joe Budden can't keep a friendship or a relationship for too long. Um, and he sacrificed his relationship for some money. Uh, do I agree with that? I don't really know. Um, another one. It is funny how the guy who fought for the workers is now the boss and embracing the role. Hey, I mean. Students become the teachers, right? That's just how the fuck life works. You can't always be in a worker's role if you're trying to get to be the owner um but i do get what I, I do get what that person is trying to say though but um let me see let me see final thoughts on this situation uh no nah, i don't really want to talk about that academics was talking super fucking um cash money shit oh yeah so if you own a business you got to realize employees do not care about the fucking business as much as you do. They're just there to collect a check. So don't expect them, even if they're close friends or whatever, to see the vision that you see or try to work as hard as you work because they're nine times out of ten not going to. Uh, academics is super fucking trash for going in on Royal Mall on the Internet. I cannot stand when people do that because you're not going to fucking go outside and see them. So whatever. Um, What else? What else? What else? <laughs> I'm not even going to get on that because I don't want to talk about nobody's relationships. So I'm going to keep this one real short. I'm back. I got to, I got to uh, get my feet back under me on talking this fucking long. I haven't done this shit in a while for 30 minutes straight. Uh, we usually go for about 45 to 50 minutes, but whatever. Um, the topic I wanted to talk about though, uh, I think I'm going to save that for when some guests come in and it will not be on here. Uh, well, we can talk about it on here for a little bit, but it'll probably be on a new YouTube show called Shot O'Clock. Be able, I mean, uh, be on the lookout for that shit coming out next three weeks in three weeks. Um, So that'll be on YouTube. We are going to buy a random bottle of liquor we're going to rate the liquor um on a couple of different scales we're going to take as many shots of it as we can before we pass the fuck out and we're going to tell you how the drink is the smoothness the color the crispness the taste we're even going to tell you how the fucking hangover is the next day so that when you go to your local liquor store 
you can be advised and well-versed on what type of liquor you need to goddamn buy. But anyway, glad to be back. It is the streets is talking. You already know what the fuck it is. It's gold mouth time in the motherfucking building. Let's get it.